Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, welcome to the last episode of Season 9. Today we're going to talk about how to survive the worst. A lot of times when people think about executive presence, they think about the executive in their limelight, right? The CEO who brought in and saved the company or, um, you know, a leader whose team is thriving. Well, how do those same executives hold up when everything is going wrong or something horrible has happened to them, to their team, to their company, or the industry in general? How will they stand up to the worst case scenario as opposed to how they thrive in the best case scenario? As you all know, bad news can happen. Coronavirus, layoffs, you can have health issues, uh, legal or financial woes. All of these things can really test even The best leaders, the leaders who are thriving in good times, they can really test you when these bad times come. So today we're going to talk about some characteristics or uh, behaviors of leaders who are able to survive the worst and really show executive presence in the worst case scenarios. So the first principle I'm going to share with you is when things go horribly wrong, it's really important to stay busy, right? To keep the mind occupied on some sort of activity so you don't spiral into thinking too much or getting lost and spiraling downwards about all the other bad things that can happen or what it should have been or what you lost. So it doesn't mean just do anything because sometimes some of your activity can make things worse. Um, But people who generally tend to survive these situations find some sort of neutral to helping activity. So either an activity that just keeps their mind off so they can process things or some small thing that can help the situation, even if it's just a minor help, but to regain some sort of sense of control and ability that you can help the situation. The second principle is those leaders who really have a strong ability to survive, they're able to stay determined. What do I mean by that? They're able to have this belief that they can draw strength from when their own strength temporarily fails. When these sorts of situations happen, you weren't strong enough to prevent it yourself. And not that anyone would blame you necessarily or expect that. But when a situation comes that even you with your considerable skills cannot prevent, you have to be able to draw strength from something bigger than yourself. Something that will give you faith and hope that things will be able to be right. Even if you specifically are powerless to do anything in the moment because our strength all of us our strength fails from time to time it will fail and it's not the ability to not make it fail it's how do you recover and what's your mindset 
after that failure. It's really important also in order to stay determined to transform any negative energy into positive motion. So feeling that negative energy is not something you should try to avoid 100% because if you feel it, I mean, that is naturally what you're feeling. The important thing to do is to not let that hijack you and pull you down and act like an anchor. Instead, to have it fuel and feed positive energy and positive motion that will get things going in the right way. So by these two principles and mindsets, by one, staying busy, and two, staying determined, it will allow you to have the greatest executive presence you can, even in a really, really horrible situation. Have you ever had a situation like this where it was really hard, but you were able to pull things together eventually and recover and really shine as a leader, as a human being? If so, we'd love to hear about it. Please leave a voice message on Anchor or send an email to joe at connectioncounselor.com. If I can, I will share it in a future episode. As you go through the day, if you encounter situations that are negative, think about what you can do to apply these two principles of staying busy and staying determined. So when the time is right, that you can still lead and show your executive presence. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Season 9 of Executive Presence Morsels. I'm so excited you've been with us this far, and we have something special for Season 9. I'm going to be going over 10 issues that really challenge leadership. I'm going to call them the pitfalls, and I'm going to go over a different one each week and look at them in the context of executive presence and see how having executive presence And handling them with executive presence will help you. And also, by not addressing these things or falling prey to these pitfalls, that it will seriously damage your executive presence. 
If you have any ideas or themes for future seasons or episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Please leave a message on Anchor FM or shoot me an email at joe at connectioncounselor.com. If I can, I'll share your message on a future episode. So the first pitfall we're going to talk about is insufficient feedback. There's a lot of things that we can learn about how to perform better as a team and as a leader, and these are all super important and helpful. However, there's one area where if you get this wrong, it really gives you suboptimal results and damages motivation, and that is the failure to provide really timely, helpful, and relevant feedback. So imagine there's someone on your team and they are just screwing things up royally all the time. You see it, the client sees it, and your leader sees it. But for some reason, and we don't need to speculate as to why, that leader is not saying anything to the team member. So the team member just continues to make the same mistakes over and over and over again. Maybe you're asked to cover from that team member. Maybe the leader has to cover for that team member. What is the impact on you, on your morale? What is the reputational impact when a client or a third party sees this going on and the person who is expected to provide that feedback, the leader does not provide that feedback? Thanks for listening. Can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.